Welcome to another exciting episode of Did You Hear Me? That was a spectacular song. In fact, the name of that song, just found it a few minutes ago, bring us in tonight. Um, your host, Sleazy, here with my other two co-hosts. We got Pac-Man. Hello, hello. And of course, the sheriff who's feeling some type of way tonight. My future is bright. Your future <laughs> is bright now that everything's right in the uh, sheriff's household. Little, we had to delay recording a night. I don't know. Uh, are, are you are you over the trauma to talk about it? I'm. Uh, everything's okay. A little. Uh, one of the little deputies took a bump. The deputies. The deputies were uh, unsupervised. Mm. <laughs> they had. Uh, uh, remember, this could be used against you in court. <laughs> That's it. They were. They were supervised, but at a moment's glance, they were. Uh, the pickle jar was too heavy and. <laughs> Big brain was sad. Oh yeah, boy. so uh, we were about to record last night, and about an hour beforehand, got a troubled call from the sheriff saying he was en route to a place you don't want to go with your child. But uh, gl we're glad everything's okay. Seriously, that's right. Absolutely, uh, the deputies are fine, and I'm glad they bounce at this you know young age. I think the sound was seeing my wife in a state of mind that I have not seen in 15 years, and. Uh, not there at the scene of the crime. Yeah, that's interesting. Not with, a good with, thing. With our with our background, when you called me last night, uh, you were almost in Leo mode. Oh, I was in Leo mode. And uh, I've found myself, uh, Pack. I'm sure you have as well. When things are going, uh, I don't know. We won't call them tragedy, tragedy, because that's just a small bump that everything turned out all right. But when things are going kind of haywire, uh, I always revert back to, you know, the calm and the storm. Uh, just one of those kind of like reflexes things that switches on, and I definitely could hear that in the sheriff's voice last night. Just interesting. Yeah, you got to. I think uh, Big Brain was probably a little panicky, was right, based on how you described it, so I'm sure your your sense of calmness helped. I was trying to be handy and not my <laughs> usual handsy. <laughs> there you go. With a little Shout light. out the shirt. Sheriff's got the shirt on tonight. Check them out. Check yep. it out. But uh, I was in the garage doing man stuff with a late fall clean out hey. of the spirits and all the Halloween madness. Mm. And then Big Brain was running around in the garage in circles saying, we need to go. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of negatives with the profession, but I think that's one of the positives is Absolutely. to be able to switch in a moment of chaos, be able to switch into the moment of calm because of all the things that uh, we unfortunately and unfortunately had to deal with. I, I did want to shout out our sketch artist, uh, Leo Jones, okay, for uh, getting us past a wreck as well. Ah, I got you. I'm In tracking. the heartland of the classic city. Tracking. Well, that's a good segue to uh, our drink of the week. Pac-Man, tell us what we got. Man, a little uh, classic city lager. Mm. This comes uh, from, what is it, Creature Comforts? Yeah, yeah Athens Creature own. Comforts. Yeah, they're opening up a... Uh, a tap house in Los Angeles. I've heard wind Whoa. of this. Yeah, so they're big time now. So we're going to crack open a little classic city lager. Yeah, I've had this before, and I think their slogan for it probably describes it best. Good cold beer, you know? It's not something that's going <laughs> to, you know, uh, it's just good cold beer. It's a good solid one. I know the sheriff, when he partakes in sudsy beverages, he likes a good Classic City Lager. I'm definitely uh, going with the midweek pour of last week over the hops, but if I am doing my best Coach Sam Pittman impression, I'm going with the lager. Man. 
There we go. Let's crack them. Crack them. Oh, yeah. Good timing on that. Yep. Salud. Yep. Good cold beer. Yep. Solid solid mainstay, <coughs> you know. Um, go pick you up some. I'm sure... Uh, I'm sure Village has them in the sure uh, they do. mix and match six pack where you can what get ten percent ten percent off if you mention the show works you every go. time. If they don't know what you're talking about, just they'll still give it to you. That's I right. promise. I promise. They'll not, <laughs> they won't let you down. Ah, so we'll sip on that as we uh, digest a celebratory weekend in the classic city. I do want to shout out a, a older Italian gentleman at Peppino's Pizza. <laughs> Who offered me a full, uh, small, I guess you would call it a pint of beer while on the clock. Hey, lunch beers. Hey, nothing wrong with that. He's just trying uh, to see where you're at, what side you're on. That's it. And uh, I was enjoying a great slice of pizza from Peppino's shout out with my older brother. And uh, the the beer was flowing. Hey. Not at my table, though. Not at your table, for the record. Scott Bobby? Yes, make sure Scott Bobby knows. Um, yeah, anyways, I was alluding to a good weekend here in Athens. Um, if you do, were watching the line move down a little bit, it started creeping back up towards game time, got over 11. Uh, and then the uh, actual teams took the field where it actually matters. And uh, after that first drive that Ole Miss had against the Dogs, which was a little concerning, uh, but then when I saw the dogs' first drive, I was not worrying at all because I was like, ah, we at least can outscore them because their defense was – I don't know if they made the trip from Oxford. Yeah, I was expecting more of an offensive showing from them. Um, and, you know, as we'll see later in the text thread of integrity, I did uh, expect it to be closer than it was. I did go with the over. I thought it was going to be high scoring on both ends. Good call uh, on that. Well, the over anyway. Yeah, That's what the experts said. I was there in the drizzle, just enough to piss you off. Yeah? But, yeah, I think everybody was uh, hunting a shootout. Mm. Well, they did. On the Georgia side, they had the shootout. They sure did. (laughs) Almost got the over just on one team. Yeah, interesting pattern that's developed this year for the defense, almost needing to get warmed up first couple of drives for whatever reason. That is because they definitely – made the corrections, made the adjustments, which is what you want from a good football team, to make adjustments uh, when you're not making the stops that you want to. So kudos to them for doing that uh, because after those first couple drives, um, they really played very well. Yeah, Shout out to our beautiful coach with the receding hairline who said there was no halftime adjustments. Okay. And that is about the time my YouTube shut off because I said our man is not being very forthcoming. Yeah. A lot of I saw a lot of adjustments. <laughs> there were. I, I I agree with you. Um, it was a. Uh, I think the most eye-opening thing to me was with the healthy offense, uh, getting the key pieces back. Um, how I won't say that it changed everything, but it was noticeable. Um, Very crisp. Yeah, and also it helps when you have your receivers open by ten yards for whatever. <laughs> I don't know what the game plan was with the lane train. Uh, I think he was focusing on fake punts and going <laughs> for it in weird situations. Yeah, didn't didn't bring enough tracks to get all the way through the second quarter because it. Uh, I think we had what twenty eight to uh, seventeen at the half, and then it kept getting uglier from there. Yeah, it's a good day when 
old Brock Vandergriff gets some snaps at the end. You know you've had a good day. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and call myself out. I wasn't a huge believer in the extraterrestrial quarterback uh, beginning of the season. I, not that I didn't believe. I just uh, needed to see it, and I've seen it. He's uh, The main thing that impresses me is he takes care of the ball, uh, whereas Stetson was the cowboy back there throwing some shots at, from time to time that made you very frustrated with him, even though he was, uh, you know, obviously very good. Back-to-back -back national champion quarterback. Shout out. First public appearance. Since, yeah, uh, he looked a little dried out. Yeah, uh, he looked something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he was, was he on his bestest behavior? <laughs> he looked like uh, he was, yeah, he was He was numb. That's what he looked like. Uh, he'd been trying to get things straight. Uh, I do hope he figures it out because uh, he was doing well in the Rams camp before. But whatever happened, they won't really talk yeah. about happened. Hush, hush. Hush, hush. But uh, it was cool to see um, a lot of former players back on the TV. Uh, all of the Eagles defense, the Philadelphia Eagles defense in attendance, it seemed like, with all the Georgia players on their team uh, back for the game in Athens. So it's a big game. I hope it's uh, not one of those big games where everybody forgets about the next game that's coming up in Tennessee next weekend, mm. uh, where Tennessee will be watering down the grass, trying to tear somebody's ACL out, as they do every time <laughs> we go there. That's it. A lot um, of Yellow golf balls and mustard will be available as well. <laughs> That's right. So I hope I hope uh, uh, the dogs are ready for next week because this was probably the – with the schedule they were given this year, this probably was the crown jewel. Um, and what a primetime game day here, time to make a statement when everybody's asking if they're really that good, are they really deserving to be up in the top four, really, or even the top two. Uh, and they really came out and made a statement, so I was glad for that. Um, go dogs! Yeah, go dogs! I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, the two more wins, and they set the uh, win streak record for SEC team. What I was uh, it's in the bag. It was what my stat guy told me. <laughs> yeah. It was me on the couch Saturday yeah. watching and saw the stat come up. So, right. shout out to the stat guy. A lot of silence and peace for the stat guy at the moment. Yeah, uh, special agent has flown to Southern Texas below Houston. For the week, so I'm here just trying to trying to survive. Trying to survive. That's it. I just had some heated up cold meat. Somehow I heated it up and it was still cold. <laughs> but I uh, put it on. Uh, found some, you know, in true sleazy fashion. Was going to try to make a uh, shout out to Papa Sleazy for some smoked deer meat. So I was going to try to make a semi barbecue sandwich, but hot dog buns were on sale. So I <laughs> had a barbecue, hot dog, smoked deer. Uh, sandwich, right. I guess you call uh, reminiscent it. Reminiscent of the king when he was here talking about eating hot dog buns that's and him, <laughs> letting yes. the dog out. Him and, and Mo. <laughs> uh, that's right. Yeah. So anyways, we're surviving uh, safe travels to the special agent. Um, I do want to say I will not get back the hour of my life that I wasted and uh, can never can never get back from watching the most of the second half of the Michigan-Penn State game. That was Ooh. some terrible – Terrible football. Yeah, kind of favored the uh, our friends in Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, yeah, we need yeah. some listeners. The NFL game was a similar. Uh, as yeah, we'll have to call Lars, our German listener, yes. and see if he went to the game. Uh, concerningly enough, we did come up with some Chinese listeners uh, this past <laughs> week. Okay, uh, suspicious. Yeah, espionage, <laughs> I think. I'm trying to get uh, to the American secrets that we have. Right. That's it. Um, but uh, that game, geez, um, 
you know what, Michigan, see in the playoffs, you'll get blown out by 30 by Georgia or Alabama or whoever you end up playing because that, that's not going to translate to a good team. They at one point ran, which, you know, I, I get it. If you don't have to do anything, why do anything? They ran the ball 20 times in a row against Penn State. And Penn State, geez, their offensive plan, I, they didn't have one. The, their quarterback doesn't know what a pass over five yards is. I, as you can tell, I'm just really mad I watched it. I'm really mad at myself. I failed my own eyes. Never get it back. <laughs> Never get it back. And uh, so. Yeah, I don't think it was grass on that field. I believe it was uh, the highest quality of quick, stand, uh, quick sand. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, look out. Mm. We'll have to ask McScuse, who is a scientific <laughs> mastermind, what the best quicksand is. But it was there in State <laughs> College. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's our Bill Nye the science guy, and I we love him for it. Didn't know. I'll call him with some formula questions or something. But he can tell you why everything was just looked a little slower on that field to me. Okay. All right. Um, well, is that all we need to talk about for Georgia? I mean, they look good. I don't, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse. They look, they look really no, good. No, I, uh, I thought Nolan Smith was very well spoken on the uh, – on that show on the network that comes on at 9 a.m. On game day, guest picker. Yeah, he was really good on there. He's, he's always been good with the media. Um, just a happy guy, it seems, and very well, very uh, educated. We'll have to release online the uh, boxing match that was refereed by Kirk Herbstreet between male deputy one and two. And uh, I thought the youngest deputy, who's the biggest one, the male deputy – uh, was going to walk up on the stage with Coach Corso. You're talking a lot of code there. You're talking about <laughs> you took your little deputies to game day. A lot of code. And I'm, I'm, yeah, de I'm deciphering <laughs> it in the moment yeah. right here. I didn't want to get any trademark uh, infringement <laughs> going on. But, yes, we are not selling anything for college game day, but we were there. And the, uh, and the deputies were very lucky to meet some personalities and uh, oh, that's cool. Got Glad they got to do that. Got to measure the distance for the Pat McAfee kicking contest. Yep. Got to meet the lead truck driver for that game. Uh, I almost said game show, the TV show. And then, like I said, there was a swift closed fist strike to the face in front of Kirk Herb Street. Man, and he noticed. He noticed. He wanted me to know that he also had four children. He does. Very nice guy and. Uh, and the conversation just went from there. Yeah, Herb Street. Where's a lot of makeup? <laughs> he he looked good, but uh, yes, there was a he was well endowed in that area. Oh, hey. yeah, an extra tendon hey. on the makeup. I got Man. you. Well, I uh, I came up with my own question to submit to the show while I was watching football, and uh, mad at the Michigan. This is really where it came up at the Michigan game when I was so mad at watching it. And uh, I never have liked Michigan, never will like Michigan. Uh, so I started thinking, and I hit up the text thread of integrity, and I asked these gentlemen, what are your top three franchises in sports that you just detest for whatever reason? It could be anything. And uh, I'll start out with one of mine growing up. It's always been the New York Mets as a Braves fan. Can't stand the Mets. Don't want anything to do with the Mets. I laugh when they lose. I love this season when their payroll was – the highest or second highest in baseball, and they finished, uh, I think it was like 37 games behind the Braves. <laughs> a little <laughs> chuckle to them. <laughs> nice try, there. guys. Uh, so I, that's that's been one since I was a child that I have detested. So uh, I'll 
throw it to y'all. Go ahead. Start it. Start it up. Name name Go one ahead, that you don't Pat. like. We'll do three each. Uh, a similar note, the Cubs. For as, a rivalry. As a rival, yeah. yeah. Brewers fan, obviously, growing up. Um, a lot of obnoxious Cubs fans make their way up to Milwaukee for those games. And I don't know. Just, you know, uh, the Mets are to you as the Cubs are to me. So I understand. I think the sheriff may have a similar one down there. That is correct. The evil empire. And uh, for our listeners that are not about the sports ball, that is the New York Yankees. Yep. And so uh, they, they were hated by myself as a child as well. That has since faded as their uh, relevancy has. Uh, you know, I mean, they're still relevant, but, you know, when the Braves were playing them more often, didn't mean to interrupt you, but. I do no, have a good, good story about the uh, Yankees. That will come from one of our uh, questions from our listeners. We'll get okay. to that later. We'll All get right. to it later. Another reason to hate them, though. Just I like it. Pac's got my back. Yep. Got your back. Just trying to survive. Yep. Yeah, I got the Yankees, and then obviously I got a team that plays in Columbus that I like to switch the B with the F, but <laughs> I do not like that you do. The Buckeyes. Uh, they're in my top five. They didn't make my top three. Mm. I just think that's a team that's not going to go away for Harry Dog and our Lovely. Uh, I could see yeah, them playing I, again. For I, will, I will say, I will give them a little credit. At least they have been relevant and have had some good teams in the past, you know, couple decades. I think they get way too much credit for what they do. I'm excited to see Marvin Harrison Jr. in the NFL, though. I'll oh, he looks like much. the real deal. Man. Oh, he's he's, uh, he's going to be a problem. He's yeah. got the tendons, and he is a problem. <laughs> he couldn't stay in the game against the dogs. No. So. That was a good clean – Clean hit, Very guys. Very similar to good cold beer. Yeah. That <laughs> good was a clean good clean hit. hit. It was. So mine's kind of uh, in that same realm of the country. Notre Dame. Can't oh, stand them. Uh, I know they've had movies made about them, and that's what they want to live off of. They haven't been relevant. They haven't been good. They went to the national championship game a few years ago, undeserved, blown out by Alabama. They don't belong in the same category. as the Even Ohio State, they don't belong in that category. Um they just get – everybody wants them to be good. And so, uh, you know, and partly this is the ESPN's fault for wanting them to be good because they have such a national audience. And if they're good and the Yankees are good, then it's good for ratings and all. And um, as an ESPN, you know, Say junkie it. when I was growing up. Say it. You're not a junkie anymore, I though. think that's why I grew to detest all of them. So that's my number two. For our Chinese listeners, we are not supporting that journalism network and <laughs> <laughs> taking the regional goodness out of our beloved game. Sorry, I don't, I don't know why Chin tuned in, but he did. <laughs> and his friend Chin. Two of them. Oh, Two downloads. Chin, Chin. Chin and Chin. Between that reference and the small people that we were talking about last week, oh, we are uh, canceled. Yep. We won't make it to episode 10, I don't believe. Yeah. And then my, my third one. Uh, I actually had to think about it for a minute because apparently I hate a lot of programs. Yes, I see that. <laughs> the hate is real. Uh, Florida. The sweater-wearing Ooh, gator. Sweater-wearing uh, sweater gator is uh, number three on the list for me of most hated sports teams. Don't like anything about them from their blue jean short-wearing fans to their <laughs> – The jorts. Yeah, to their uh, <laughs> armpit of a city they have in Gainesville. They had to spend a week there one time. It's just god-awful. Um, and the colors, you know, and, t and Tebow. I mean, uh, just Spurrier. I, I just don't like any of them. 
We do have some quarterbacks crying here recently. That we do. But Caleb he Williams. Was, he might have been the original. He was. But, but he backed it up, though. They they did not lose again, and they were national champs. But yeah, I don't know. Yep. Let's, let's leave the crying. Neither did Aaron Hernandez up to himself. Mm, come on. Oh, man. <laughs> God, you're towing the line this Way episode, ain't you? Blown, Lee is full-blown towards <laughs> cancellation time. Uh, so that's my top three. Okay. If we can keep the show going. <laughs> Go ahead, hey. Pat. Uh, another obvious one as a lifelong Packers fan, obviously the Bears. Mm. You know, the Bears. Same, yeah, same thing. I actually had a buddy that <clears throat> went to the Pro Bowl in Hawaii a uh, long time ago, and he said, "Guess who I sat by? Some Bears fans." And they said oh. they were similar to Cub fans, obnoxious and just it's the Pro Bowl. Like, what are you, you know, like so passionate about at the Pro Bowl? Probably didn't even have any players representing them, <laughs> but um, and shade, <laughs> shade, <laughs> and uh, the third one might come as a surprise to many, but it's the Seattle Seahawks. Got a when you very mentioned this strong one, hate I, uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. I was trying to rack my big brain or big head with small brain. big brain. That was a slip. Um, uh, Freudian. Was trying. <laughs> I was trying to figure out the correlation, and then I remembered. Yeah, yeah. Go so ahead. obviously, Sleazy has heard the main story um, offline probably a few times. Uh, you tend to tell it. Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, I have it's, not it's heard. A it. No, you hadn't. Um, but there's other. There's actual like football related. What are those too. first? Yeah, we'll get into those. So uh, first of all, this is back in the Brett Favre days. You remember. Matt Hasselbeck was the quarterback. If they were playing the Packers in the playoffs, going into overtime, Hasselbeck says, no. we want the ball and we're going to score. Yep. And, of course, we pick yep. six them to win it. So that always classic stuck moment. out. Yeah, classic moment stuck out in my mind. You know, that didn't make me hate them, but I just it's, – it's a memory of them. Uh, another playoff game, uh, we were winning. Uh, we ended up losing in overtime. That sting, that stung. They, got, they recovered an onside kick, scored, and – they beat us in overtime. That's a that's a bad memory. Mm. And then uh, another bad memory is the if you remember the umpire or the referee strike from 10, 11 years oh, ago. Yeah. Boy. Fail yeah. Mary. Fail Mary. The unit. Yep. The fail Mary. The last game of the replacement refs was the fail Mary. Uh, the Seahawks and the Packers. They threw a. They were, of course, losing through a hail Mary that was intercepted by every account. Every person that saw the game saw that we intercepted the ball one of the referees ruled it an interception one of the replacement refs ruled it a touchdown and they talked and they ruled it a touchdown so that was the end of the was that uh, a golden hate place it probably was yeah, yeah. somebody like from notre dame see oh, there see, we go it all, all connected it all, it's all connected um no but the real reason um and this is the story that sleazy's referring to that he's heard several times that i I tell. Um, so several years ago, Doc Lalladay and I were out to dinner at a restaurant in Atlanta called Nikolai's Roof. I don't know if it's still open or exists, but it was a fancy, I want to yeah. say French restaurant. Sounds like the pinkies were up, Pat. Yeah. Yep. Pinkies were up. If yeah. you went there, it was fancy. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is the kind of place. The table next to us, it was the, it was the guy's birthday, old white guy. And uh, he got, he got, (laughs) 
He got cufflinks for his birthday, oh, and he was so wow. happy. So this is the kind of place oh, that we're talking privilege. about. Like, okay. yeah, the privilege was dripping so, off of him. Yeah, so it's at the uh, at the top of some hotel in Atlanta. I can't quite remember, but the name of the restaurant is Nikolai's Roof. Have to look and see if it's still open. So I'm, we're anyway I'm working on it, Pack. We're sitting there. Um, my back is like kind of to the elevator where we came in, and Doc Lalladay is facing that way, and she goes, "You know, don't turn around, don't look." But there's this old guy back there who keeps staring at me, like making eyes at me, smiling at me. He winked at me. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Like, we're out here on our, on our <coughs> anniversary oh, I date. I where this is going. So, uh, anyway, we enjoy our billion-dollar dinner, it seemed. And uh, we're getting ready to leave. We're walking. Paid in cash. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's it. <laughs> um, wa- excuse me. Walking back to the elevators and I'm, you know, scanning the room, seeing all the rich people that, I mean, we stick out like bad. So I'm looking everybody over and we get to one table right by the elevator and I'm like, oh man, that's cool. So uh, we get to the elevator. I'm like, I tell Doc Lalladay, I'm like, man, did you see that guy there in that, I don't remember what, what he had, a sweater vest? And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's Pete Carroll. Yes, He's the coach of the it. Seahawks. And she was like, that's the guy who was <laughs> winking and making eyes at me. I said, "Dirty dog." I knew he was dirty. That's so it. Uh, chewing gum. Yeah, he had some young l- girl there with him. Of course him. he did. Yeah. So Urban Meyer style. Yeah, exactly. We so. do still have uh, Nikolai's roof Nicol- located in the Hilton, Atlanta. Okay. Closed. A classic pencil move here. Closed on Sunday and Monday. Opens tomorrow at seventeen thirty hours. Good Leo to know. Time. Well, so, there you go. Go to Nikolai's roof. Maybe uh, Pete Carroll will try yeah. to steal your wife. Maybe Pete Carroll will <laughs> no love be for making the, the knees quiver. No, uh, no love. No love for Pete Carroll. No love for the Seahawks. No love for anything related to Pete Man. Carroll. So, yeah. Pete, only, Pete has the diabetes shoes and the regular amount of tendons. So, so there we go. And that's a true story. I know it sounds like very sensationalized, but that's no, I believe it's a it. true story. That sounds like Buckhead and – yeah. Anything happens in Buckhead. Yeah, well. That's why I don't take special agent anywhere nice because I'm, I'm worried Pete Carroll is going to be around the corner. <laughs> you never so, know where he's lurking. <laughs> so, honey, it's not because of the cost. It's because I'm trying to protect you. That's yep. it. Yeah, I'm getting stolen. It's just going to be deer hot dogs for you for the rest of your life. <laughs> On the way down the elevator, I got to thinking, though, I'm like, well, maybe how can I play yeah, this to my advantage? <laughs> but, Pete, yeah. if you're listening. Doc Lauderdale is a beautiful young lady. And oh, he knows. He couldn't take her <laughs> we out. We need you to buy a shirt. Off. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Slide in the DMs, Pete. Yep, get you that. a handsy, not handy shirt. There you go. Yeah. yeah, I was just wondering why a man with the nickname of Barry is so upset with Chicago. That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> Duly noted here in the Classic City, <laughs> nickname is, uh, is the senator from that city. Or was he a senator in Chicago? Yeah, uh, you're talking about Our, uh, Obama. 43rd president? That's the right. The old the old street nickname of Pac-Man. He yeah. doesn't like Chicago where he served, though. Yeah, we, we, we've right. gathered that. That was, uh, that was Pac-Man's nickname from the local clientele here in Athens when it he did. was Very yep. appropriately named with the suavemente personality. Yeah. So, uh, did you name your third franchise there, or team? I didn't. We can just add the Yankees again, or uh, <laughs> any New York team. Um, and obviously, uh, 
Auburn is a good one that we haven't mentioned. You know, actually, I talked to special agent about that. You know, like I don't like Auburn, but I, I don't know. They're tolerable to the palate. Yeah, it's like and, and kind of like Alabama. Like I, I don't like them, but I respect them. Like you know, their their uh, school or you know their football program and all that. Yeah, the traditions are real. I think yeah. it feels genuine. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, when you said New York Mets, yeah. I was just with this uh, current revival of disguises and recording glasses on the sideline. I could only think of one Bobby Valentine coming out in the clown gear after he got ejected. That was an all-timer there. I'm going to say that was early 2000s. <laughs> We're waiting yep. on technology here. Keep it going, <laughs> Sheriff. Hey, I was waiting for <coughs> Sleazy to chime in on the clown outfit with the I'm fake back. mustache. We had a little technical difficulty. I had to take care of. I uh, wouldn't have known I was gone unless I like got called out. Thought you uh, were coming <laughs> back in disguise like Bobby <laughs> V. Bobby V. Yeah, that was a classic moment of clownery for that franchise. Just something they would do, um, you know. And back, I, I always never respected anybody who tried to buy anything, try to buy championships. That's why I didn't like the Yankees. But then uh, I don't guess I can really talk much now because I think the Braves have a top five payroll and it, life is good. But we're trying to buy everything we can. And uh, Braves are up there. Let's buy yeah. some pitching. That's right. So um, I do want to thank everybody who's bought a T-shirt. We do appreciate it. Um, if you're listening and you hadn't got one and you're wanting to know how to get one, if you know us personally, yeah. you can reach out. Or reach if you out. or if you don't, you just send a DM to the Instagram page for the show, and we'll get with you. Get handsy with us. We want yep. to give you a shirt. Just uh, shipped out a couple of them to TC from Villarica. We appreciate the support. Man. TC. Yeah. So uh, we're getting them out there, and hopefully we'll have some more uh, options, you might say, coming forward here in the future. But uh, I do appreciate it and appreciate everybody for listening. Big Brain is uh, saying that we speak a lot of code, so I don't know who TC is, but thank you. Yeah, I, d I didn't want to put his business out there. That's why we speak in code. <laughs> yeah, that's it. See, we're Big Brain. Shout out. We're... We're yeah, and I didn't want. I didn't want big integrity. brain. Big brain getting swarmed by all our fans at her family practice of babydom. Uh, that's so that's it. why we protect her with her name, nickname. Yeah, while we're uh, while we're letting folks fall <laughs> off oh, the Grand here we Canyon, go. <laughs> here we go. But every, so, everyone <clears throat> is safe, and yeah, I did. Uh, I will apologize to the big sleaze on air. He asked me if everything was okay. And I swiftly said no. He did, <laughs> and I said, "All right, well, good luck." <laughs> I think I did clarify that, but he, we were in the eye of the storm, and it is different. And I don't want to sound like I think we all three love everybody, and we want uh, the trees to get hugged and peace and all that. But uh, <laughs> I guess <laughs> it is a little different when it's one of your own. Okay, uh, yeah. I got you. Yes, yes, you're correct. <clears throat> Um, so I do want to bring up a question. I wonder if, and actually, uh, Big Dave from Erie, Pennsylvania, sent it. It was a well-thought-out yes. question. I wonder if the question would change now after the Georgia game. But he wanted to know if he thought, uh, and I'll kind of paraphrase this question. I'm not going to ask exactly how he asked it because I think it's changed a little bit since the game. But he, do we think Todd Munkin leaving has had a bigger effect on the offense or players leaving? Um and I'll caveat that. I think uh, we can say injuries. Yeah. Um, I think Todd Munkin is missed. Uh, he did not have a good game yesterday uh, in Cleveland. 
Yeah, Todd. Uh, Shout out to Big Dave. That's his uh, season ticket. They came back and mm. beat the Todd Munkin Ravens. Yeah, he was pleased, wasn't he? Uh, I'm sure he was. Uh, but uh, uh, really, after seeing yesterday, I think injuries have had the biggest effect on the offense this year. I always say players. I, yeah. I, I mean, you can scheme and and I mean, if you don't have players to execute, Absolutely. it doesn't it doesn't matter. So uh, the players are always the bigger impact, in my opinion, in any sport, not just you know college football or, or yeah. UGA athletics, just in general. Not the Jimmys and or not the X's and O's, but the Jimmys and Joes. Ooh, the logger must be kicking in. Hey. I had, had, had it backwards. There you go. Um, yeah, and Georgia's in that weird situation. Not, it's not weird. It's a great situation to be in where they have so many players leaving every year to go into the draft, uh, leaving early, uh, staying you know, their three years, and maybe they're only starting one of those years because they're waiting on the other junior to, to go Absolutely. to get that position. So you're always cycling in new players. So that's why uh, the, the schedule was super favorable to the dogs this year with that easy month of September to get everybody in and get because they, they cycled in a bunch of new players this year and a lot of key positions. So that gave them time to do that. I think you're seeing that cohesion come Absolutely. together. I think Saturday was a great showcase, and hopefully they will continue that in Knoxville next weekend. Well, we would need to shout out to King, but the King was talking about clock management. The King was on another level, and we appreciate it. Uh, he even worked in a little bit of ace in the group text. But uh, – adjustments, and then, like you said so well, Sleaze, uh, don't underscore the development of the players within the program. I think a guy that had a fabulous game that may be the casual watcher that only watches the ball uh, and Big Brain is the leader of your charge. Uh, C.J. Allen had a great game, and he was kind of giving me Roquan Smith vibes, maybe because he had two threes on his jersey. Yeah, but he was in on about every other tackle, and that's a guy that was uh, behind Dumas Johnson and wasn't getting as many snaps, and now is getting them all. Yep. And then uh, Smile Munden has to make the play calls because Dumas Johnson's out. But I think, uh, again, our receding hairline friend is paranoid, and so he's constantly preparing, and I think that's paid off. And again, the scary part of it is, I think Lad is going to be battling uh mcconkey's going to be battling his back all year so he's probably 65 70 percent obviously bowers i don't think you can document what he's got going on any more than it already has been but and there are better defenses out there yep than our short track friend some that show up right but uh i think that's a scary thought that if if luck is on our side and the fates would have it if everybody's getting healthy at the end of the year um, it, we could be even more crisp. That's right. Um, so switching, this is another one of my questions here. Uh, we'll get some of these listeners that we, <laughs> I like we the get questions. questions. No, uh, We're on it, buddy. Well, a lot of time, because a lot of, quiet. of Because of the emergency at the sheriff's household, That's we right. had a day to digest. I like uh, it. What other profession can you get fired and become just filthy rich overnight? Uh Jimbo Fisher was fired by Texas A&M uh, yesterday. Was huge. $76 million, 19 of it due within 30 days God. of being fired, and then uh, payouts to equal up to $76 million until 2031. Yeah, that's like Bobby, For, that's yeah. like Bobby Bonilla style to go full circle. 
yeah, paying that's you for the next 20 years. Uh, yeah, that's a that's another great story for listeners that don't know Bobby Bonilla was a player for who? The New York Mets. Terrible franchise. Terrible. Terribly run. Terrible. Uh, and he, they gave him a big contract that he did not live up to back in the late 90s. Yeah, there. And they bought him out instead of – he wasn't owed that much money. It was like – at the time it was more, but – what, ten eight million dollars, ten million dollars? But they made the deal with him to pay one million dollars every July first for the next thirty years or something. <laughs> and uh, so every day, July, I believe it's July first. They call it Bobby Bonilla Day because he gets a million dollars. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's until twenty thirty. That's God. the gift. That's yeah. the gift that keep, keeps on giving. Yeah, but Go Jimbo, ahead. Jimbo, Go ahead, Pack. I can yeah. see you. Waiting there with bated breath. No, not at for all. Some of that money. Yeah, no. I well, mean, I guess that's the equivalent of like a severance package for a regular working person like us. But of course, guess, our severance packages are yeah, seventy-nine million dollars. Yeah, but usually the severance package is for when the company's down. You know, it's not your fault. What if you just went into your job and sucked, <laughs> and we're like, you know what, Jer. We'll call him. Jer. Uh, Come on, Jer. Milwaukee's I'm, uh, I, I, I've been underperforming. Why don't you just give me a million dollars and I'll leave? And I'm, hey, I'm all for it. I would be too. But instead, I'm underperforming and they just keep me there. <laughs> so what's the difference? That's not, that's not factual, Barry. You are very good at what you do. Yeah. Well, but, uh, but yeah. you know, I, so, I mean, there are – underperformers that there are. maintain there. Now, of course, we're not talking million-dollar salaries yeah. or high-profile head coaching jobs, but in the real world, there are underperformers that just Absolutely. float by. And yeah, and I guess if in a program like Texas A&M, if you let that happen, then you're just, your your program goes into mediocrity and you may never recover. I mean, right. So, programs I mean, that have uh, never come back, obviously, Notre Dame, have uh, <laughs> <laughs> never come back to – to dominance, like right. and not that Texas A&M was ever dominant, but they were getting into the national championship discussion mm-hmm. in 2019-ish around there, and then since then it's been a downward slide, and I guess they felt it was sliding, which he had no excuse. He had uh, top five recruiting classes the past yep. three years, a top recruiting class in 2022. Yeah, uh, he he had he had as many five-star right players as Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State. Wow, Texas is. Obviously, if we're talking about oil and football, Texas is the place to be. Uh, and obviously, uh, our Western partners there, obviously I'm biased, and I think this part of the country is the best. But they're second fiddle to that's why you. That's why you took the accent. That's why I acclimated, <laughs> shout out to our Nordic friends. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I had a good point, and then I think you took it, please. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Texas is uh, no shortage on money. It's our biggest state, obviously, and uh, and they take football very serious. I did uh, Paul, our friend Paul with the large ears on SEC <laughs> said, <laughs> I, Paul thought, Feinbaum. He, Go I ahead. thought he brought up a good point. Yes, Mr. Feinbaum, shout out, that Texas <laughs> coming to the best conference. I like to say the NFL has three conferences the American Football Conference, the National Football Conference, and the Southeastern Conference. There you go. Anyway, uh, I, I didn't say that first. Patent pending. Um, <laughs> so SEC, I'm a huge SEC guy, even when I had a real Boston accent. Um, and so Texas coming over, I think that's a long-standing rivalry. And so that kind of turned the heat up a little bit on 
Because I think you're right, Sleazy. There was the only mega cast of all the mega cast of this Disney company that we love uh, was Texas A&M's coaching staff breaking down the Georgia and Alabama national championship. And that was actually uh, really cool and really insightful. Um, and Jimbo talks like a madman, similar to me. Yeah. But he's a smarter football man, or I guess he is, and uh, – I think they were sneaking into the national so uh, conversation. Yeah. So where do, you point. where do you think each one goes from here? Um, I haven't even read any reports, so I have no inside knowledge. And my stat guy sucks. So, <laughs> um, stat guy. I, I mean, where, where do you think Texas A&M goes from here, and where do you think Jimbo goes from here? Yeah, Jimbo's going to get another job. Yeah, he will, right. but do you think it's going to be uh, SEC level, or do you think he's going to – I mean, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I just – any there guesses? Are, there are murmurs that our uh, our man Dan Lanning could slide back into the South and get his his real accent back and yeah. get the A and M job. That's another interesting thing. I was actually talking with uh, my buddy today at work, the Green Man, um, about Oregon. Why is that not a? That's become. Uh, you would think that program with the Nike money mm-hmm. and the success that they have had, it would be a destination program, but it is not. It has been a stepping stone. They have lost so many coaches to other programs. That's an interesting thing to me. Is it the weather? Yeah, Mario Cristobal would be, I think, your recent Exhibit A. Uh, even before him, the uh, Florida State coach. Um, Mike Norvell. Uh, no, I think no. about Willie Taggart. Didn't he come from Oregon? Willie Taggart. Man. Yeah, and then before, you know, Chip Kelly, he went to the NFL a little bit different. But, uh, you know, that a was circuitous what – circuitous route, if you will. That was what uh, the Greenman and I were discussing today. Dan Landing's name came up between us with no insider information. So that's interesting. That's also been floated. Um, I do not have any insider information. But I think my all-time favorite interview, and he had a bunch of them, chicken on the stick. Uh, I don't – there's too many to mention with our friend Ed O., I think he had like a $16, $15, 18000000 dollar buyout. He did. And he asked the athletic director which door he wanted to leave out of. That's correct. You get that much so money without having to work yes. and have the pressure. And I don't know. It's interesting. It's an interesting world. What uh, a world. Yeah, that I definitely am not a part of, but I'm a big fan of watching all the drama. There's so. no money in college football. <laughs> yeah. If you talk to the NCAA, there's not. <laughs> yeah, the student anyway, athletes. We, we shall not. Wink, wink. Yeah, we will not digress into that. Pac-Man, you got any questions for us from the listeners? Man, oh, I do. Sorry, <clears throat> surprised you there. You did You're surprise s- me. I got sipping I, on that second classic city yeah, lager yeah, there. It's good cold beer. Yeah. Um, I got a bunch actually. Uh, shout out uh, MK Ultra, as Viking Chris calls her. Um, I a little birdie told me that she uh, cracked in. <laughs> to her wine advent calendar a little oh. early and uh, a lot of these uh and questions the, were drunken and the, <laughs> and the podcast came to her mind first podcast hey. came to her mind first so mk ultra we're not going to be able to get to all of these she sent like 12 <laughs> <laughs> let's pick out the top three we'll do yeah that. we'll uh or at least for this week okay um all right here's one of hers and this will kind of segue back into my yankees Story. She says, "Have you ever asked someone for their autograph?" Um, yes is the answer. Did I do it again? No, because it's the most uncomfortable thing that I've ever mm-hmm. done. 
Uh, and, and just a quick story, I was with my cousin in Florida. We went to the Jaguars practice where he lived at. And uh, we had footballs, and we asked one of the players, and he signed it. And to much my dismay, he's a Georgia Tech player. Didn't know who he was. But uh, he signed it and put Georgia Tech at the bottom of it. So <laughs> threw that football away. <laughs> Anyways. Did he put Ramblin' Rick, a hell of a hell of an engineer? <laughs> he didn't. But uh, anyways, that was the only time, and it was uncomfortable. I don't like asking people. Like, I don't know. Go ahead. I, Sir? I've talked to him yeah, too much I, about uh, it. Thank you, MK Ultra, And obviously her thumbs had not got into the wine. But, uh, yeah, I have one story of a very popular pancake joint. Uh, shout out to my older brother just above what was Foxborough Stadium, now Gillette Stadium. And uh, Ty Law, uh, Hall of Fame cornerback, yeah. was at this pancake joint. And uh, we met a ton of players there. I, I don't even know if the pancakes were good. I can't remember because I had a different accent then. But uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of players were there in their SUVs, and they looked like giants to me at that age. But, uh, yeah, my brother was like a shark with blood in the water. He had – and he's quieter than me. Uh, he talks normal and uh, doesn't ramble on in circuitous ways like me. But he asked Ty Law for his autograph, and I didn't get it. Uh, I think there was a Willie McGinnis, another oh, Hall man. of Famer sighting. Yeah. And uh, my dad actually took a small football of memorabilia, told me that I was not a true man, and I lacked some gumption. <laughs> and he got Willie McGinnis autograph and Chris Slade. I was, and maybe our Nordic friend would still uh, argue that I'm a little shy and awkward at, at first glance. So I honestly don't remember. I remember getting autographs, yeah. but they may have been third party. Yeah, I have I have other people that I've known that are pretty uh, autograph hungry. So I wish. So uh, two quick stories. One that I regret not doing. I was at the Cheesecake Factory in Atlanta. <laughs> Another picky up moment for yeah. Pat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was eating at a Cheesecake Factory in Atlanta, and in the booth behind me, and it was the champ, Muhammad Ali. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I know. And, for that and I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to do it. Uh, I could not bring myself. I didn't want to bother him, but I was star, the most starstruck I've ever been. And I regret to this day not trying to get, like, a picture or autograph, autograph yeah, from yeah. him. Um, yeah, but that, that would be that's I th amazing. I think the, the selfie is the new autograph, actually. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. right. That's a good point, Sleaze. Yeah. Um, and... Back, shout out Milwaukee Papa used to take me to Brewers games back at the old Milwaukee County Stadium um, all the time back when I was growing up. And uh, I was waiting. I was – anyway, there was a, a gate by a bullpen. Long story short, I asked Mariano Rivera for an autograph. Had a ball. He was right there in front of me. Turned me down. Mm. Wouldn't sign it. Oh, come on, Mo. Would not oh, sign it. Because he's part of the evil empire. Yep. So, Yankees. there you go. Thank so, you for that story. Yep. There you go. Just another reason for you. So, yeah. Um, asked somebody for an autograph. Got turned down. And then, uh, I think, subconsciously, that made me scared to approach the champ yeah. at the Cheesecake Factory. So Is yeah. there an age limit to ask for autographs? Oh, you know, great the, question. Uh, I'd say there is because the guys, and you've all seen them at sporting events, that uh, especially baseball because it's more accessible. Uh, with the book bag, 
looking down there and they've got balls and cards and they're trying, you know, mm-hmm. they're trying to resell that stuff. Like they're, or if they're not, like, what are you doing? Can, uh, I, can I add that home run catching guy? If I knew his name, I'd start cursing and we would definitely get canceled. But Jeffrey Mayer? The bald white guy. Oh, I thought you were talking about the one. Uh, all the games with a glove. Oh. You do not need to be a grown ass man at a baseball game with a glove. And then he's uh, like committing battery on children to get the ball yeah, and then yeah. posting it on YouTube and I don't I don't know. Every time I just turn him on anytime I want to experience hypertension. Okay. Because he's like an overgrown child. I'm adding him to my list of most hated <laughs> franchises. <laughs> it's wh- it's Zach something. He's the No need for a shout the out. Baseball <laughs> guy or yeah. know, he's an idiot. Yeah. Nah, Get a real job. Yeah, I think it's great that the kids want one. And, uh, I think that's great. I think there is an age limit. Yeah, I agree. I don't know what the number is, but I don't either. I don't <laughs> probably know. probably when you start liking girls. That's uh, and I love. Yeah, you should move on. When you need <laughs> antiperspirant. Yeah, when you I don't need antiperspirant. <laughs> yeah, and hair is in in places. Quit asking for. Yeah, I don't know if I could go back. I'd I'd get try to get Muhammad Ali, and I was. Obviously, when I moved down here, I was an adult. So this, I was in my early twenties, probably. So I was an adult yeah. um, when I moved so here. So would you rather I, would you I rather had an autograph or a selfie with him? You know, I don't know that a selfie was a thing back then. Like now, I think I would. Come on, boomer. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I know. We got an age alert here. Got, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, selfie, selfie. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what all the all the young people are doing nowadays. <laughs> I, I, it, I, it would be cool to have a picture of me and Muhammad Ali yeah, on my wall, That's hanging up right here behind us in the Did You Hear Me podcast yeah. studio. I mean, that that you know that yeah. would be cool. So maybe I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because if I could have a picture with Spencer Strider, I would. But I, you know, it'd have to be the right environment. I don't yeah. think I'd bother him at the Cheesecake Factory. Right. At but Muhammad He's Ali is, is yeah. transcendent. Yeah. It's uh, super American awkward athlete. though, because like I was at the. Boston Aquarium, shout out Big Brain's trip first first trip back to Boston, and Petey, Dustin Pedroia was there, oh, yeah. and the entire aquarium yeah. was following yeah, him around, and no one would a- everyone was like hovering and whispering, but no one would ask him because he was, yeah. of course, he's at an aquarium, he's with his wife, and I think he had two or three boys. Yeah. Another reason I don't take special aid right. out very much. The success <laughs> of the podcast, I'm worried we're just yes. And you get recognized every mobs follow yeah. you. Yeah, yeah so uh, it's dangerous. Yeah. I get Could that a be lot. Swifty too. status yeah. uh, yep. notoriety. All right, let's. Uh, one more from MK Ultra. Come Sorry, on, MK. we we're only uh, we're only gonna get to a couple, um, and I'll pick. What's one item you can't live without? What you think, Sheriff? One item you can't live without. What is one item I can't? I would love to say food, but if you look at my physique here, that's obvious, and that's inferred. Yeah, I don't but know if that's uh, an item. Um, yeah, I was going to say that's probably. Yeah, and you can't say money. Because basic needs. Yeah. I think mm. the obvious one is, unfortunately, vehicle. The phone. Oh, I, the phone. I don't think yeah. I can function without it now. Un- uh, which is weird because as you aged yourself, you old boomer. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. Definitely wasn't a thing growing up. Right. It wasn't a thing. Uh, funny story. Pac-Man actually gave me my first smartphone back in like 2011. Shout out 2010. me. 2010. That's right. Pac. 
Way to um, go, Barry. But it's crazy to think that's 12 years ago, and uh, I, I don't know what I would do without it. Not even, not even that I'm on it all the time. It's just everything is connected there. So convenient. You don't need to have a map anymore. You don't yeah, need to, you exactly. Know, everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, phone's probably the correct oh, answer. Y'all are making it hard on me now. I can't say phone. Uh, sure, you can agree. We got lots of questions to get to. Today. I would have to yeah. say, and shout out to Big Brain, uh, a good set of Bluetooth headphones. Okay. Because I'm a when I'm in the fuselage at thirty six thousand feet, I don't want to be hearing stuff banging around. I don't even really want to know that I'm plunging to my death. Yep. So uh, some good noise canceling headphones, which Big Brain's going to end up using herself, but. Yeah, that's a necessity on any trip, and uh, obviously if the kids are sleeping or whatever, you want to make sure you're not making a bunch of noise. That's, that's right. right. Yep. But that's tied into the phone. To yeah. y'all's point. It is. It is. All right, one more. Or uh, uh, well, no, this one comes from Quiet Kyle, and Quiet Kyle's oh. getting mighty bold with his questions. Uh, hold on, before we get to Quiet Kyle, <laughs> okay. oh, the He's, he has walked himself <laughs> into this situation. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Quiet Kyle. Does not like the name Quiet Kyle. Um, so you know he's just he's he's automatically giving himself a new nickname, <laughs> Complaining Kyle. <laughs> That's it. So Complaining Kyle yeah, asked you what? You should have stuck with Quiet <laughs> you Kyle. You should have stuck with it. Now All you're right. Complaining Kyle. Complaining with Kyle. With a K. Apparently he's he's getting bold. He's getting a little risque with his questions. Come now. on with it. This one's for for me and you. Apparently, okay. Sheriff. If Sleazy was bitten on the penis. By his, and he didn't spell out the word penis, by the way. He put P-E-N star star like it's a cuss word. That makes <laughs> so, sense. So uh, which one of us would suck out the poison? I and, think I would be dead. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll just. like a, oh, my God. I'll just say this. I've practiced this on Sleazy just in case this <laughs> ever happened. <laughs> oh my so god! So just just to make sure I know how to do it right when the when the real thing Jesus. happens, we've we've practiced this. So I guess the answer is me. I don't even know how to answer that because I don't know what y'all are yeah. complaining. Co- complaining, Kyle. 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 Yeah. Com- complaining. <laughs> the loggers are we, kicking in. We want a better question next week. All right. What did uh, you I wonder practice? Why, I wonder why your nickname was below par. I, I got to stop right there, Pack. What? I need you to further explain. Practice what sucking did out the poison. Practice? Okay. It was it on his this male member. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to clarify that. Yeah, that's what the question says. Breaking news. Yeah. Fake, right. fake news. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Oh, I guess it's you, man. Pac. Uh, I guess it's me. Love is in the air. Oh, man. Uh, big Brain has a question. I, th- if this is a kid-friendly show, everybody. We're going we're gonna to skip some of these. Big oh, Brain. Man, man I, Big Brain. I appreciate it, but... Uh, yeah, every, uh, everybody's uh, getting uh, a little risque. Yeah, Maybe a little it needs risque. to be praying, Kyle, because you <laughs> can't even say the male <laughs> anatomical right. term that... Let's get to let's get to uh, computer nerd Nick's question. He's go. excited about this CNN. question, and uh, me and him talked offline about it. And I'm gonna challenge him to what we talked about here in a second. You'll you'll understand. All right, you're in a professional sports game. You get ten attempts to succeed at least five times in one of these tasks. Which one are you most confident about? Catching a fly ball, making a free throw, stopping a hockey puck as a goalie taking a penalty kick in soccer, making an extra point. And let me just say, 
computer nerd Nick is very confident in his penalty kick uh, skills. So he seems to think he can make a penalty kick with ease. And I'm going to I'm gonna bring you out to, I don't know, yeah, uh, I Southeast like Clark Park, and I'm going to make you put your money where your mouth is. I don't think you can do it. Yeah, why is he so confident about a penalty yeah, kick? Yeah, I don't think you can do it. I will find a goalie. Um I, one of us it. could be goalie, I'll yeah, and I don't think you. I don't think you're making five out of ten. I'm. I'm. That's fifty percent. That's uh. I got the girth yep. for a goal. So um, I'll make it quick. I, I'm making five out of ten free throws. I think I'm shooting. Whoa. Probably seventy percent. This is during a game, though. Crowd. Doesn't matter. All those little ice in my veins. Swingy things <laughs> in the background. <laughs> yeah. Ice in my if veins. Pete Carroll is there, though. We're in <laughs> grave danger. Yeah, that's right. I'm making five out of ten free throws. That, I mean, easy. Uh, that's a good one. I mean, if I practice, I guess I could do that. Oh, free I think throws, he did say no practice. Oh, just no right practice. now. Yeah, uh, fly just, balls. Just just cold. Just you're called up. You got to. Yeah, fly balls. I could do. I could do. 10 out of 10 fly ball, as long as they're, you know, within my leg range. I'm limited by leg range these days. But I was going to say that, but we've already told the story about how Milwaukee <laughs> Papa says I couldn't catch a fly ball. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. The depth, per- depth perception issues. The speed is not an issue with you. Yeah, it was uh, the judgment. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, fly balls, your free throws, what you got here? I'm on a second lager with minimum sleep, and I've forgotten the question. <laughs> But I obviously have to be a contrarian and pick something different. All right. Catching a fly ball, making a free throw, stopping a hockey puck, taking a penalty kick in soccer, making an extra point. You get uh, ten attempts to get at least five successful and what tries. Is, and what's an extra point? Uh, well, the uh, college NFL, extra point. NFL extra so point. So 33. Yeah, whatever they moved yeah, it back to currently. I guess yeah, I'm what, about, well, what about college? Can you do college? I'm going Billy Madison style, man, and counting the days down. I can get five pucks. Wait, again, you skate? the girth. You know how to Don't skate? Don't need to skate. I can skate enough to stay alive. I cannot skate backwards. So the only position I would have, uh, just fresh out of the boom boom room, would be goalie. Okay. okay. So I'm going with it. Man, huh? did, did you play hockey growing up? If it's gonna be Pax places instead of Peyton's places, and I gotta prove this, it could get terribly. I don't have a cup anymore. I certainly don't have a goalie stick. So we'd have So you're saying you played growing up? Uh I think hockey is a little more prevalent up north. That's a total non-answer. But <laughs> I I did roll a blade back when it was cool. <laughs> and I can skate okay as long as it's in forward So do you direction. play hockey? <laughs> Not anything officially, but <laughs> yes, I have been <laughs> on the ice <laughs> with a stick. Uh, and a protection program for former hockey players? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Well, Sorry, we got the shades some on Some of them are dying, <laughs> which we never got into that. That would be a good question about our English uh, soccer player there, Mr. Johnson, RIP. We talked about that offline sleazy where there was a, a bad route taken. I guess it would be similar to like a – uh, tackle in football and like the secondary, and then a leg was stuck out. And yeah, again, I don't want to be. I'm I'm taking this in a terrible direction in a morbid mood, morbid mood. Yeah, probably whatever put a damper on the say. show. <laughs> but uh, there was a high skate. Ah, I gotcha. And we talked again. We talked about this offline, but this is a hot topic on the uh, on the socials. As far as should there be criminal charges, was it a dirty uh, play? But 
I oh, do that's follow sick. hockey. Yeah. I do think they have the best playoffs. Well, can I stop five pucks? Who knows? But I'm taking it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Doubling down. That's the answer. And uh, computer nerd Nick, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. I want to see the. We're going. Sheriff has agreed to play goalie. He has. We'll uh, man, we'll bring the cameras out. We'll put it on the we'll gram. Put it on YouTube, and uh, we'll we'll see if you're going to make five penalty kicks. Yep. Um, yeah, but I got the girth on any surface is obviously what I'm saying. All right. All right there <laughs> there <you okay>. go. <laughs> um, there's more questions, uh, but I think for time's sake. Thank you, MK will, Ultra. We'll get to some. Those were uh, pretty good. Computer nerd Nick always comes through with a good question. Always questions. comes through with a Complaining good question. Complaining Kyle. <laughs> Come on, bud. Yeah, step it up. Step Come it on. up. Um, number one. one. Uh, number one, one. Question for Sleazy. Yeah. I'm going to butcher it. Donde esta la biblioteca? Ah, see, <laughs> see. Si, si. uh, that's a funny story behind there. Yeah, uh, let us know because I the, don't know. That's the one sentence I remember from high school Spanish. Uh, Donde esta la biblioteca? Where is the library? Where is the library? <laughs> is that what that means? That's what it means. Uh, I figured so, uh, it was something like that. Whenever the number one Juan needed to be impressed with my Spanish prowess, I would break that out. And get a little chuckle out of him. So I'm glad he reminded me of that. Yeah. I can translate that sentence. Don't ask me to do any more. But as a huge fan of the Latinas, hey. <laughs> as you've Sleazy mentioned before, is right. Hey. As you've mentioned before. But I think, and again, Spanish probably similar. Like if you know English really well, you don't have to get the whole conversation. If you grab the buzzwords, yeah, as long you as you know, know the buzzwords. That's it. Where's the library? There you go. That's all I remember. Uh, Where are the Latinas? Sorry, and big we brain. had this. We had to pick uh, Spanish names. And uh, one year I was Miguel, and then the that other fits. year I was Felipe. <laughs> it's funny you mention that. Let's that's, that's segue. <laughs> MK Ultra says, if you got to choose your name, what would it be and why? Man, you know, that's uh, <laughs> man. She was she on was one. she was in. She was into the wine advent well, calendar. As someone who has a name and identity crisis uh, given to me at birth, shout out to Mama Sleazy uh, for giving me a first, middle, and last name and then calling me my entire life at home by a name that's not in any of those. Um, and that was my name, and then I had to go to school and wonder why they didn't call me that because it wasn't my name. Um, and then I went to college, and I changed it to just the middle name. It was a variation of my middle name. That's Changed it to just my middle name to make it easier. That was still hard, so then I just gave up. And Yeah, I was flabbergasted when our children, the deputy's assistant principal, asked me if I knew so-and-so. Oh, you can say it. It's fine. And um, uh, I said, who in the hell is Andy? Yep, that's it. And uh, So, I, I don't know. Maybe you can answer this for me. Is that a southern thing? Because when I moved down here, lots of people yeah. went by their middle names, and I'm like, well, why is it? Your middle name and uh, yeah. Rye Kayak guy. Yep, he's another one. He's another one. Goes by his middle name, and I'm like, well, why do you go by your middle yeah. name? He's just, that's my mom. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what. And I asked my mom, and she said she liked the name, and I said, well, why didn't you name they, me that? Right. I'm um, guilty as charged though. But my, it's fine. My I've, daughter. I've dealt with it through therapy. I'm good. Yeah, my daughter Millie. That's not any of her names. She's yeah. Camille Aris Barnett. Wow. Shout Get out. your pinkies up. Shout out Camille Aris Barnett, and she's. Millie, so she's one that has a name that's not I her name. I think there's so. a logical explanation for that. Obviously, it's the tail end of Camille. Yeah, so we wanted to name her Millie, but um, we are way off topic. But we <laughs> wanted to name her Millie. Come on with it, Doc Lolliday. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we wanted her to have 
uh, we felt like when she got to be an adult, she might not like the name Millie. So whatever. I don't think this is a hot take for anybody that listens to Did You Hear Me, but I think nicknames, the more nicknames, I think the, the closer you are to the person. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we got plenty of those code names, nicknames floating around. But That's right. Uh, yeah, so, so back to the question. I think mine might be Little Bitty. <laughs> hey, hey, that's another, e- bitty. That's that's another episode. Another episode. Yeah, we don't uh, have time. We can, uh, <laughs> we can assess Big Brain's question then yeah. about uh, <laughs> what location of the body. Yeah. But uh, if I were to pick a name, there's a lot of good strong names out there. Uh, Big Dave from Erie, his son's name is Roman. Yes. That's a... That's a name right there. But I, I don't know if I could pull that off. Be able to look at me and wonder why I have that name. That's a good dog name, too, if uh, if it's a working dog. Yeah? Scott Bobby. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've never thought about yeah, what that's name. That's an interesting question. I, but be, uh, I, I will say, you, Pat. I will say uh, one time in one of my work groups I was in, there was a period of time where everybody's last name had two capital letters. Um, it was... I don't know if I can say them, but it was uh, like McScuse. Well, McGee, LaValle, yeah. DeWitt. Um, there were just a bunch. So I, I coined myself Le Barnet. There you go. So it was, I gave Shout myself a nice French on. name. French Join the group. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, I don't know. I'm, I'm good on uh, good on questions. I think yeah. I've wasted enough of the, nah, the listeners' good ones, time. Uh, bring them in next week. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Um, we do have a everything holds out a special guest coming in next week yeah yeah god will so yeah got somebody coming in we we had had a few drinks in us when we made the plan so Hopefully we'll, he remembers we'll see if we'll see if he remembers but that's the plan all right so we're looking forward Sound to that road. um all right so i'm not gonna do 12 goodbyes this episode so <laughs> just one we're winding down we'll say okay we're winding no, no down. one wants to know what my name would be Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we were please, waiting, and there's a lot of silence, too. so we just went on with it. I just got to go with this one because it came to my head. Maybe it's the good cold beer. I do love the name from the meme. I don't even know what game it is. Please send it in to uh, the podcast, but Leroy Jenkins. Oh, <laughs> you know, that yeah. name actually fits you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, World of Warcraft <laughs> reference. Thank you, Pat. Pat yeah. give it, put a pound yeah. on it, Pat. That's right. I knew Barry. Now that name, that name actually fits you. That you could pull that off. <laughs> yeah, you could pull it off. run in to my death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I call everyone else Leroy, so why not be Leroy? That's right. And you got a jersey on the chair beside you. You want to mention yeah, that? Yeah, I do want to shout out uh, Sergeant Donnie. Again, we'll live in the code name world. Uh, this is the SFL squad. If y'all harken back to our Winnipeg friend. Uh, this is the team that I was representing when there was a photo op in the men's room. In Vegas for softball. In Vegas. This is a slow-pitch beer at every base team, but uh, Sergeant Donnie's probably one of my closest friends on the team. We got a new pickup that I'm very close with, uh, Deputy Green. But uh, there was a freak accident. Our coach actually struck the best ball of his entire life, Uh Sergeant Donovan, who's a great pitcher, uh, went left as the ball was going right. There was an L screen because we're all about player safety here. Did you hear me? Uh, And it went off the side of the L screen and struck him literally between the eyes. Mm. So uh, there's some photos that we've gotten consent for. 
Uh, he's good now, but we're, uh, we're he's still alive. I didn't kill him off like Bob Vila. Uh, yeah, and he's raised him up, Lazarus. His testosterone replacement therapy has helped uh, <laughs> with septum recovery. <laughs> so he's ahead of schedule like our friend Brock Bowers, but we just wanted to, or Sleazy and Pack were nice enough to let me shout him out, and we're hoping for a continued speedy recovery and yeah. that he doesn't retire because no one wants you to need him. go out getting hit with pretty much a rock between your eyeballs. That's mm. right. Ouch. And yeah. Uh, yeah, speedy recovery S to the little deputy as well. Stay with us, Donnie. Absolutely, yeah. They, uh, <laughs> They can mend together. They can. They bounce, I told you. We'll have to give her a little TRT, too. There you go. But, um, <laughs> all right, anything else we got? I don't want to cut anybody off no. like I just did. Cut, cut off the sheriff's uh, <laughs> Leroy Jenkins name. And when we uh, and when <laughs> Missouri's in a New Year Six, yeah. I think maybe Georgia will actually get the credit that they deserve. Yeah, Missouri's a good team. They are. And Shout uh, out to uh, Mr. Schrader. Our Division Two friend that the King turned us on to. I think he was twenty or thirty carries for two hundred plus the yards. The Missouri running back, yes, he was against that amazing. dreaded orange team. That's right. So maybe we can do the same. Hopefully so. Hopefully it's not a, you know, because everything is kind of in the bag at this point. So hopefully it's uh, not overlooked because they will come to play. They have nothing else to lose. Yeah, a little bit of a trap game, yep. absolutely. So, so hopefully they come up there. The line I think was telling of that starting out at ten points, so a little lower than everybody expected, or in my circle, anyways. So hopefully we come out to play. And we um, did it, and we're doing a twelve goodbyes. But are we gonna dive into the dogs minus five in Atlanta? Is that what it already of is? December, 1600 hours, Leo time. Goodness, already. I didn't. Well, well we got to get some goodbyes going. Uh, <laughs> it was a terrible week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who's going to win the SEC championship? We're rapid firing y'all on the sports ball. Uh, Pack had a great week. Got the over almost just from Georgia, like we said earlier, three and one. So everybody gave three picks and a bonus. Uh, not a good week for the Sleas and nope. I. One and three uh, pack was three and one, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah. At Bama Turd, that's a good segue. Yeah. I uh, took Old Piss. Obviously, I did too. Didn't get it. Thank you, Lane Kiffin. And uh, hit the over on the Georgia game again, Alabama and was it Mizzou? Mm. No, Kentucky. Kentucky. No. Michigan. No. Michigan. Michigan. That's right. Michigan. Sorry. I thought you asked who was playing Alabama. Anyways. Kentucky was, and they lost Correct. royally 49-21. to 21. Sorry that about that. Yes, Pac's third one that he hit was Michigan yeah. in the quicksand game. Yep. Yep. The only one that we got, Sleazy and I, was Missouri outright. Correct. And we don't get extra points for that. But, yeah, who's going to win the SEC? Come on with it. I got to – I mean, obviously, I want the dogs to win. I got to digest that as we get closer. Okay, a little tease. Little yeah, tease, little tease. Little we, we will get to we it. We got uh, our pinkies up. That's right. Yep. Like Doc Lala. We'll get into uh, – maybe next next yeah. week, we get into our uh, – I think all three of us talked offline about some uh, yes. in or out what-if scenarios. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was – I don't know if we got time this week. But uh, interesting. In, if it, if Wait, it plays you out. You know what? We don't charge by the minute. You can go <laughs> little, we got a little Bill O'Reilly uh, here. F it. We'll do it live. As somebody said, they like to listen to this while they're doing something. And I said, that's our tar target audience. Somebody who needs something playing in the background, <laughs> in the background while they're background. doing something that's not, you know, they don't need to pay attention to. <laughs> to yeah. us. So here we go. More background noise. Um, go ahead. Yeah. So just uh, through the hypothetical out there, you know, obvious, let's 
say, you know, either Michigan or Ohio State wins out, one of them will, you know, lose, obviously. But let's say one of those wins out. So the Big Ten has an undefeated champion. Big Ten has an undefeated champion. Um, Washington wins out. Pac-10 undefeated champion. Uh, Florida State wins out. ACC undefeated champion. Pac-10. All right, Sleeves. Dating yourself a little bit there. (laughs) Pac-10. Two right now, yeah. really, but Pac-12, Pac-12 whatever. So <laughs> they have two teams right now. Yeah, the numbers aren't yeah. right for anybody. Yeah. I just so like picking on you. Those three undefeated conference yes. champions, yes. right? Hypothetically, Georgia loses to Alabama in the SEC championship, and you have a one. You got a one two loss, one loss SEC team. Yep, but Alabama yeah. is the conference champion. Just make sure everybody's on the same page. Yep, yep, thank and, you. And um, in this hypothetical scenario, Texas also wins out. Who beat Big, Alabama? Big Twelve. That's their number. Yeah. Go ahead. So, uh, My man. assuming the the three undefeated conference champions are in, who's I, the fourth? Yeah. So, I, I, alluding to what you just said, I think you have to put in the three undefeated conference champions. So, to your point, it leaves one spot left. One spot left. Are you putting in Alabama or Georgia? I think, and then or Texas. And Te- your argument for that is what? Texas beat Alabama, and if, only, assuming they win yeah. out and win the Big 12, you know, you've got three one-loss teams. Um, I, Georgia's out. I mean, I don't do, – are they getting the benefit of the, doubt, of the doubt because they're back-to-back champs, I guess? Can't. Yeah, yeah. right. So, so I think if you put everything down on paper, as they're supposed to do, the resume test, uh, Georgia's loss to Alabama would be not as bad as Alabama's home loss to Texas. However, oh, however, boy. whoa, we're we're shoveling deep into the ground now. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Whoops. So then, is Texas? So then, with that logic, Texas's but road win at Alabama is a good win, but their loss is way worse, especially with the way Oklahoma keeps I, playing. My, I done knock Sergeant Donovan to the ground. <laughs> oh, my blood so pressure's going up. My point, my point is, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I said that down the street and around the corner. There is no such thing as a good loss, but sorry, mm. Sleazy, go There's ahead. not. There's mm. a less worse loss. Okay. N- so. There's none of that. There's <laughs> wins and there's <laughs> – go ahead. I'm, so, my, but we all know everybody I'm, is slave to the moment, and mm-hmm. uh, I think you uh, momentum in a season plays a lot into who the best team is at that time. That's and fair. Alabama will have won what if – they, if they beat Georgia, they'll have won eight or nine in a row at that point. Something like that. doesn't matter. They've, they would have won a bunch convincingly, and they would have beat the best team in the nation at the time, which would be a de facto playoff game, I think you could argue. Right. Which is not uh, necessarily fair, but it is what it is. And next year we'll have to worry about it because everybody and their moms get it. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah, if ifs yeah. and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. But God, he's fired up over there. <laughs> he I is. Don't, Cut I him don't, off. I Cut him off. I don't, I'm second lager. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, this – there's, there's going to be chaos, and that's why we watch. Yeah, I mean. Kind of like that car accident you were talking about. Go ahead, Pac. No, I'll just, who's who's for it? I mean, what? You know, I, obviously, Sleazy's. Alabama in. That, yeah. that Alabama would be in. That's who they would pick, who I think yeah. should be in. Lining everybody up, I think Georgia should still be in. But they lose at the most crucial time right before yes. the picks are made. And it also depends on how that game goes. You know, if it's a – Classic Georgia Alabama game back and forth, um, as a lot of those have been. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care if it's double overtime and right. Georgia lose. I mean, you can't. I don't know how. All things considered, they're equal enough 
um, both with one loss, both play in the SEC, and they Georgia or uh, Alabama wins the head to head and is the conference champion. I don't know how you don't pick them. I agree. I think they'll okay. be picked. The I, SEC I, champion I, is getting in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't correct. think that's ever not happened. And that would be Bama turd in this hypothetical universe where the moon's made out of cheese. Yep, that's right. Just keep winning. Yeah, that's it. Correct. That's all you got to do. That's it. That's and it. like I said, it's uh, I love I love the question. I don't think we're going to get a Pac-10. Shout out, please. <laughs> uh, I don't think we're going to get that. I'm, I'm quacking and quacking and quacking all the way. So then you're going to have a one loss. Yeah, I, I think that's going to happen. Yes. But why are we not using our eyeballs? Is the it, it beats the hell out of me because strength of schedule, strength of record. They're going to do it tomorrow on our our Disney own uh, lovely journalist. Uh, they're going to release the rankings and they're going to talk about this, that, and the third. How are the teams playing on the field? Yeah, but I think if you get in that, then you're always going to pick the same powerhouses because right. Alabama should always be good. Right. Now, whether or not that translates on the field, it hasn't as well as Georgia this year. But they've looked really good. Uh, admittedly, they have looked really good. Yes. Uh, they've been playing some lesser teams here lately, but they look really good. Um, so, And that's what I think we're going to get into with this 12-team playoff. I think you're always going to have eight – five to eight schools that are always going to be in the playoff because yes. the argument's always going to be, well, they had these losses, but. Yeah. And that's the eyeball test, which when you only have four slots, I think you – that's part of the situation, but I think you also have to look at the dreaded resume, which does get overplayed. I do agree it does get overplayed. Thank you. And overanalyzed, but you have to look at that because you only have four slots. You got to br- – yeah, you got to break some sort of tie. Correct, but uh, that's my fear. Like that term, but. But that's my fear when they have the twelve-team playoff. You're going to have a three t- three loss Ohio State in there, or a 100%. three loss three loss Alabama. Notre Dame, but oh correct. Oh, Notre Dame's going to get the twelfth slot every year. Yep. it's going to be a de facto Notre <laughs> well, Dame slot. Fourteen losses. Yeah. That's They're right. Going to get it because the they look good. Their, their helmets look good. Touching themselves to the team. I'm so fired up about this. Go out there and beat the hell out of everybody, and you don't have to worry about it. But Georgia does have to win out to Pat's question or yeah. answer or whatever just whatever, happened. Whatever. Or hypothetical. Yeah. And that's kind of my beef with college football. I think maybe that's – I don't know why I've always preferred the pro game over college. Because it, it kind of plays out on the field more. It play, I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, you don't talk about strength of schedule and, like, yeah. a win is a win, and that's all that matters. Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter how you win or, right. you know. I will give – College football credit, they are moving in the right direction because of that, because of the biases, because of the arguments. Um, am I huge? I, I don't know how this 12 team playoff is going to work, but I think it's a step in the right direction because how else are you going to solve all these arguments? Like to your point, yeah. On solve the field. On the field is where you, should, the field. where you should solve them. Yeah, and some guy that's 452 years old in Texas <laughs> does not need to solve this moving forward. Now, is 133 teams going to play each other? No, that's never going to happen. But can we find no? But see, the regular season should weed out to at least yes. twelve. Because once you get past the eight, I mean, really, you're, you're going to have a Cinderella team every now and again. Yeah. But if you're not the eighth best team, are you really championship caliber? Right. And, and we all talked about this off air. But you're going to have a two-loss Bama team playing with Davis Elementary School, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. the score is going to be sixty to nothing yeah. in the first quarter. So, but that that's the price you pay to get more teams. Right. In. Yeah. But I don't. Like I said, keep winning. 
I think Georgia has an excellent opportunity to do it. They're peaking at the right moments. I'm going to lose all my hair when they play Bama Turd because it's never not a close game. And yep. That's a double negative. Shout out to the South. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm fired up because Bama is lurking. The only thing I would kind of sprinkle in the Pac's question is what if there's absolute pandemonium and Alabama's four or five going into the game in Atlanta and now you have a 1v4, 1v5, and they lose a close game, mm-hmm. what are you going to do there? You're going to drop the – they lost to a potential playoff. You're essentially got two playoff teams right. if there's chaos in front of Alabama. Texas is hot garbage to me. You put Texas and Alabama on a neutral field now, that's probably a – what's the line on that, 15? Probably at this point. So, And that's why this is silliness because you're not – you're not accounting for the development of the players with the greatest coach of all time. Like, come on, he's the guy has taken what looked like hot garbage and made it into a fourth or fifth best team. I would say that right now. Can you rank them that high right now? Absolutely not. But it could get there with the chaos that we're all hoping for. And then maybe Georgia gets in because they lose that game and yeah. they get dropped two spots to three, they're still in. Yeah. But it's like a lot of football left. Yes. So why we'll are see. we doing this? Why do they even do rankings before? To you know why? Make know. content yeah. for this podcast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> because they want them dollar-dollar bills, <laughs> y'all. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, uh, interesting scenarios. Stupidity. Release but it in December. I do and be think. Done with. I do think it'll play itself out here in the next three yes. weeks. Uh, a lot of that will be. Yeah, I miss. Um, won't be as chaotic as we think it will be. I don't think it will be. I think yeah. it'll be pretty plain. That's because. Anyways, the winner. As much as things change, they stay the same. Or I think Oregon wins out. They're in. The winner of Michigan, Ohio State, is in. And then see, like you said, see what the hell happens. Yeah. Conference championship week, which is what has happened every year since they started this. Correct. Thing, minus Clemson, who's having a bad year. Bad year. But Florida State is stepping right into their stead. So Correct. Shout right. out to our friend T. Clark, who can't. Doesn't know football if it slapped him right in the mouth. <laughs> but we love you, T. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, interesting. All right. I'm fired up. Let's I'd go another that. hour. Let's, <laughs> let's, uh, we're going to go get the sheriff his blood pressure medication because he is, he is beat right red and he cold is beer. all of a sudden waving hands around. Uh, if we put him on mute, he might think you he's in charge of a small, to win the game. A small uh, dictatorship <laughs> of a country trying to take over the next That's one. It. I don't know. I look like a. I look like Kim Jong, whatever his name is, <laughs> Trump's friend. But don't cancel us. <laughs> uh, don't cancel us. But um, all right. Is Next week a, is this actual this goodbye? Is, this is we got it down to six goodbyes tonight. <laughs> okay. So all we're right. gonna we're gonna call it goodbye. Oh man. Uh, we do appreciate everybody listening, and uh, we hope you tune in next week for the special guest. We won't put any pressure on him in case anything happens, so we won't announce it uh, his name yet. But good, do tune in. Good tease. Yep, that's right. So uh, we'll be here, and um, that's about it. Appreciate everybody doing everything, and we're going to get on out of here. Wait, before we go. No, I'm just (laughs) kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) We'll catch you next time on Did You Hear Me. Well, if I can get there. Audio problems always. All right. (laughs) Audio guy's about as bad as your stat guy. Get the temptations going here. (laughs) 